in terms of the reviews and the comments on those those particular episodes. And this is not episode related, but I think it's a good question by um, yes. the ever lovely Serena Higgins. That's right. She said, I have a question about pronunciation. <laughs> I have noticed that there is a list of words everyone on, on Ribbles in the Dark pronounces differently. And actually, each one person could pronounce it differently across different things. These are usually words with two vowels, such as thryan, thrain, dyan, dane, smog, smaug, owen, glowin, which I don't know how, what the other pronouncements so that would be, last syllable, or two of thranduil, bjorn, and roach. Everyone says these differently. Also, the first vowel sound in Erebor, is it air, air like A-I-R, ear, or er? E-R-R. Could Corey address what notes, recordings, or other guides Tolkien has left about how to pronounce these words? I know he talked about this way back, but perhaps he could discuss it again now in the context of the movie. In cases in which Jackson and company pronounce them differently than it appears Tolkien wanted them said, is there some cultural or linguistic justification for the difference? Nice question, Serena. That's an excellent questions. question, and we've sort of we've touched on this at various points, but it certainly right. is worth revisiting. Um, I actually find uh, some difficulty. Um, like you will notice, for instance, that my own pronunciation of these is uh, is unstable, and that is because I am divided <laughs> in mind. Me too. Uh, I am divided in mind about this, um, and in some cases, I don't think there's much division for mind. As in Smaug, for instance, mm-hmm. is like there is. I think it's relatively clear a right and a wrong way to pronounce Smaug, and um, uh, and smog is not okay. Um, and smog is definitely not right. <laughs> smog is definitely not 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 okay. <laughs> um, uh, let me so l- let me let me uh, let me start off by uh, pointing to the resources here. So okay, um, where to go for this for uh, 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 Tolkienian pronunciation is uh, Appendix E of the Lord of the Rings. So you go to the Return of the King and go to Appendix E at the back, and this is the the bit on writing and spelling, and, uh, you know, at the beginning, you know, part one is pronunciation of words and names. Now, it is true that the emphasis throughout this is primarily on pronouncing the Elvish, because if you, you know, like, he's trying to help people to pronounce the passages of Elvish that he gives um, you know, so there's lots of like in Quenya, this is the, it's like this, but in Cinderin, it's like that. Um, mm-hmm. This leads some people to say, well, that's okay. That tells us how to pronounce the Elvish languages, but it doesn't help us with the names, except when the names are themselves obviously Elvish. With this, I disagree, and the reason I disagree with this is that I think that he's pretty clear that the way that he has. Don't forget that in Tolkien's mind, this entire book, that is, The Lord of the Rings, is originally written in a different language. The words that our eyes are looking at on the page, um, you know how some people say, uh, uh, you know, and we've had this conversation uh, with uh, some people like uh, like Yana, who are reading, the, you know, who have The Lord of the Rings in, uh, you know, the Dutch translation or, you know, in, in, in other non-English translations, um, and... Um, you know, and sort of talking about how the Lord of the Rings is really hard to translate effectively because so much of the, I mean, Tolkien was so fixed on the words and the choice of, 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 of his words and the sound of the words in English. And so, you know, it's really hard to effectively translate all those things so that when you're, you know, it's always true that you're losing something when you're reading a translation, but you're, you're losing 
sort of a particular lot with Tolkien when you when you when you read a translation, and that you know those of us who happen to be native English speakers or at least Americans are uh, are fortunate to um, uh, you know to be getting Tolkien in his native language. But don't forget that that's on, that's not even true. Of course, within the fictional frame of The Lord of the Rings, this book was not written in English. It has been merely translated into English from the language that they speak in the Shire, which is in English. Um, and that uh, Tolkien has specified that the names that he chooses and gives, these are not the actual names of the people. Like, they, 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 that's, you know, when they're speaking to each other, those aren't what they're calling each other. He is rendering these things into like English equivalents and things. So basically the, what he's giving us when he's doing the pronunciation, he is like the, the, the Elvish languages are not written with Latin letters, right? He's already trans, what, what he's given us is a mere transliteration of the sounds um, so when when you're reading, you know, Goadriel's song in Quenya, for instance, you're not reading Quenya. You're reading an English transliteration of Quenya. Okay. So the question of what sound do those English letters, you know, those those Latin letters, what sound do those English let, do those particular combination of English letters make? Um, that is a shorthand. There's like that, that. There's that's like a code, right? It's not the actual Elvish letters. You can learn, of course, the actual Elvish alphabet and learn how to write Quenya. In fact, but that's not Quenya. That's not Sindarin. And so the English characters that he's given us um, are merely a pronunciation aid for us English readers who don't have time to, you know, learn the Kirth or to, you know, or anything else to, you know, to, 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 to this is, this is what enables us to be able to, uh, you know, the Fanorian letters. This is what enables us to be able to pronounce it. Okay. It's a pronunciation aid for us. And therefore the, he has, he has, it seems based on what he says in the appendices made the pronunciation of things stable across what is represented. So he's using the same encoded uh, cues um, in how these particular letter combinations are to be pronounced um, uh, in order to help us pronounce all the names properly and to pronounce the Elvish uh, words properly so that we can actually say it as it would have sounded. Okay? So you're following me there? So again, it's not like that's how you pronounce Elvish, but it's not how you pronounce Dwarvish. All names and things in Tolkien are <laughs> transliterations from a different language entirely, and so therefore um, it's... Uh, this is uh, this. The, it, so we can still apply the rules he gives we us. Can still to any apply, apply the rules that he gives us to any names. Okay, that is my understanding of Appendix E. Now, when we look in Appendix E, uh, and we look at the we look at the crucial uh, the crucial thing, the crucial thing is in vowel combinations. Okay, um, so uh, in my edition, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, my edition of the Lord of the Rings is uh, it's a three volume edition, but it's with continuous pagination. So I've got this in Appendix E on page one thousand and ninety, um, and it talks about letter or vowel combinations. Okay, okay. Um, uh, okay, so we've got the uh, a e a i e i o e u i and a u 
are all diphthongs. Okay. Um, I mean, that means that they're both pronounced. Is that what that means? Diphthong? That's right. What a diphthong it basically means. No, it it means that it makes a different sound. Oh, different sound than either of the other two. Yeah, okay, so those right. are not pronounced separately. So that's what, that's so right. like, so A-E-A-I-E-I, you don't pronounce those uh, separately in that way. But at the same time, if you actually break it down, you can see how it really is a combination of the two different sounds. So A-U, for instance, is pronounced, uh, is pronounced ow, as in... And he gives the like the, the modern English words that would be the equivalent, as in loud or how. Um, right. But again, if you think about that sound, ow, you can hear it's made up of two different vowel sounds, right? Ah, ooh. Right. So you can see that, you know, you, the long ah sound and then the oo sound for you, the oo. Um, so ah, ooh, you get ow, you know, that's where you get the ow sound. But you combine them quickly. It's not two distinctly separate vowel sounds. They kind of come together. This, you know, the, the, both of the vowel sounds are, are, are combined into that, but it combines to make a different vowel, vowel sound, a, 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 this kind of, this, this like compound vowel sound. That's what a diphthong is, um, as opposed to having like two separate syllables in there. It's right. one syllable. So it's ow. So that's why A-U is pronounced ow. Um, now, like loud or how. The pronunciations of the vowels, yes. um, They only, each vowel only has one way to pronounce it, correct? I mean, he's following, was that like the Old English or Middle English? In other words, they don't have like short and long A, short and long I, like we do in modern English. Correct? Um, is it isn't no. always no, it, no, no, because it does it do, it does change when it's when it's stressed or not, um, oh, and that's why it. that's generally what the accents mean. That's right. Um, yeah. So um, uh, so like uh, you know when you have just going back a page here, it's that long vowels are usually marked with the acute accent, as right. in some varieties of Feanorian. Like script. Aowen. Right. Aowen. Or 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 was well, no actually that's a different thing. Um, we'll come oh, back to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about once, like for instance, you will see an accent over names like Turin. There's an accent over the U, ah, right. or Hurin. Okay. There's an accent over the U, or Dunedin. There's an accent over the U, and that's to indicate okay. not all of those vowels are long vowels. Like Dunedin, D-U-N-E-D-A-N. The E is not a long E. It's not Dunedin, right? Right. Um, the E right. is short. Dunedin. But the right. accent is on the first syllable. That's what the, 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 the accent shows you where the stress lies and tells you that that vowel is long. So it's okay. dunadon. Okay. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Now, there are... But, hang on, let me finish with the diphthongs first. Sorry. Because you will notice that AI is one of the diphthongs that I mentioned. And that's right. the most uh, clearly, uh, you know, the name of Thorin's father and of the leader of the Dwarves of the Iron Hills. These are like that name, that le- the AI combination is the most, uh, you know, vexed dilemma of the, right. of the Hobbit pronunciation issues. Um, and it's listed as one of these diphthongs uh, and, and, and says, and the way that it's supposed to be pronounced here. Um, uh, it is supposed to be pronounced I, um, as in the English word rye, as in rye bread, R-Y-E. That's, that's the illustration that he uses. Um, and, he, and then he puts in parentheses specifically, rye, not ray. So it, it is, it, he explicitly says A-I is not pronounced A, it is pronounced I. Okay? Okay. So this is why we have, for instance, the, uh, the plural dunadine. Right? 
A-I-N, right. or the Edine in the first, uh, in the Silmarillion, right? Um, that's it's Ein, that's not Dunedain, it's Dunedain. Because that's, right. again, that, that's, right. that's, that's, that's the diphthong, and he's explicitly, not only has he said it's pronounced like Rai, but he goes out of his way to emphasize it's not pronounced A. Right. Okay, right. fine. So it's Thrine and Dine, really, truthfully, correctly. And, well, okay, hang on, hang on. It's still more complicated than that. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. We have this is only step one of the argument. Now, now, um, uh, uh, by the way, one side note, UI is also listed as a diphthong. However, the illustration that he gives for how to correctly pronounce UI is the English word ruin, R-U-I-N, which is kind of technically a diphthong, but But not really, not really. And there are some, there are some. Uh, there are some vowel sounds that are really kind of on the edge. Um, and I don't know if this is, and, and here I would actually welcome input uh, from British listeners, because some of this stuff might simply reflect the fact that I'm an American and we mm-hmm. pronounce things differently. And so perhaps ruin is, we, perhaps we in America pronounce the word ruin more disyllabically than they do in Britain. Um, but, for instance, another example like this is the name Beowulf. Um, uh, if you ask somebody, especially an American, how many syllables there are in the name Beowulf, they would say three, right? Beowulf, right? Um, but in Anglo-Saxon, it's a two-syllable word. Um, Beo is another, like the Ao sound, is another diphthong-ish. It's, it's, one, it's one syllable. But it's not... It's it's like ruin. It's to me. It's 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 not really a clean diphthong. It doesn't make one different sound like ow. Um, um, it 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 makes. Um, oh, by the way, I you know the ai. You can see how that also is formed. I is also a, a composite sound, right? It's not a single vowel sound. Ie, right? Ie. Mm-hmm. See the ai. You do the ie sound and you do it quickly and it becomes iei, right? That's what. That's why that sounds like I. It's just a random thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the natural sound that when you pronounce A's as A and I's as E, which was the, the 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 traditional older way to pronounce it. That's how it's done in Middle English and Anglo-Saxon. Then um, th- that's that's the sound it makes when you do them quickly. That's generally where those diphthongs come from. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, so ruin. This is why, by the way. So 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 uh, one question that. Um, um, was Serena asking this? Serena, yeah, Thranduil, Thranduil, yeah, and Beorn also. Um, Beorn is the exact same thing as Beowulf. Um, that, this is exactly right. the same vowel combination. In in fact, the same word actually, <laughs> practically. Um, uh, uh, anyway, so so in that case, because what is Beorn? People will say Bjorn, right? Instead Bjorn. of Beorn, it's it's yeah. it's not. But see, Bjorn is more like would be more like the Nordic version, like the B J O R N. And if it was Bjorn, we'd probably have an accent over the E in in Tolkien's notation, correct? And it would be Bjorn, Bjorn. In other words, he well, didn't if, do if that, the so. accent over it would mean that that vowel was long. Hang on, we're yeah. coming. We're we're we're, <laughs> we're coming to that in a second too. We're coming to the accents uh, here. We'll, right. we'll, we'll come thrand, back to the accents in a second. Thranduil in the movie they say Thranduil. Thranduil. I don't. I, I I disbelieve in Thranduil. Right. Um, even though that would sort of seem to make sense, 
Um, in this, you know, again, if you have the ooh and the e, you know, the i, the long right. i sound would be e, just as the a ah, e um, in in the ai combination makes it into i e. Um, uh, so it's actually kind of interestingly inconsistent that they're taking the ae and pronouncing it a, but they're taking the ui and pronouncing it three. Anyway, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, the um, uh, so so, but but again. Tolkien has said the UI is pronounced like ruin. So when I pronounce Thranduil, um, uh, it's true that it's not like, you know, Thran D-O-O-L. Like you shouldn't pronounce it like (laughs) Like that. Yeah, it it shouldn't rhyme with drool. (laughs) Um, So if if it sounds exactly like drool, then you're you're doing it wrong. But it's... Thranduil. 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 But again, but it is a different... It's it's one, you know, that uh, Thranduil's name should have two syllables. Bjorn's name. Oh, okay. Bjorn's yeah. name has one syllable. Um, right. You know, so now like, Roach. What about Roach? Because she does mention Roach. Roach I mean, we, we has are doing that as two syllables. That has two syllables. Now let us get into the accents because, okay. on some occasions, when there are two vowels next to each other, which are d- definitely supposed to be um, pronounced separately, he indicates that. Um, uh, Okay, so he says so. It, he he lists the diphthongs: u i o i a i i u e. You know the the ones that I mentioned before. It's all other pairs of vowels. He says are disyllabic. Okay. Okay. So they are all supposed to be pronounced separately. He says this is often indi- I love the often, by the way. You know, like no promises, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is often dict- uh, dictated by writing. E like E A with an with a with the with the you know with the dots with the umlaut above the E. Right. So when you have the like two A R N D L. Yes, right. A R N D L. So so in in, in 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 Tolkien's names when there when you see the two dots that always means that the vowel you know it's you only see those two dots um, above a, a, a vowel when it's in a two vowel combination and when you do it is always supposed to be pronounced separately it's always supposed to be pronounced as two syllables so that's why you know so when when Iluvatar says ea it's two syllables that ea that one word that is ea is two syllables and that's indicated by the by the by the 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 uh, the, the the umlaut the two oh the umlaut yeah over the, a the over two a, right. the two dots over e so right. so yes yeah, so aowen and aamir and aarendil um, we get we get lots of examples of those names with the two dots so like it's so as, it's it's a rule whenever you see that those two vowels are pronounced separately that's always true now as he says it's often dictated that way so that means <laughs> sometimes. When there aren't the two uh, the the two dots, you're still supposed to pronounce it as two syllables. So if you see the two dots, it's always two syllables. But if you don't see the two dots, it still it might be two not. syllables. Exactly. <laughs> but now we go back to the other issue of that he puts the acute accent over vowels that are supposed to be pronounced long. Okay? Um, I, I would now encourage people to look at uh if you have your books turn to or refer to it later uh the at the end of appendix a the genealogical tree of durin the deathless okay um and if you look at this there are a number of names first one thing that you will notice is there are no umlauts appearing anywhere we don't get two dots 
above anybody's name. Okay, that's one thing to notice. Second thing to notice is that in some names, you have an acute accent over a vowel when it's a single vowel. So Thror's name, for instance, has, um, has an accent on the O. Gror's name, Thror's younger brother, who is, who is the grandfather of the leader of the Dwarves of the Iron Hills in question, <clears throat> is, uh, is, is, has, has, has an accent. Durin does not have an accent. <coughs> Excuse me. Borin, uh, the uh, great-grandfather of Balin, has no accent. Balin has no accent. Okay? Um, Thorin has no accent. Um, now, and I think that's important. If you think of the difference between Thror and Thorin. You don't, it's not like Thorin, right? You don't, you don't, I mean, the accent is still on the first syllable, but it's not, a, you don't hold out that vowel really long. It's Thorin. You know, it's not, it's not Thorin or something like that. So it's just, it's, the vowel's a little bit shorter. He does not indicate that it's supposed to be long. Now, uh, we come to the AI names and the OI names. And let's start with the latter. We've got uh, Owen and Glowen and their father, Groen, who is not Groin, by the way. <laughs> Glowen's dad is not named Groin. It just is not true. His name is Groen. Um, and it's very clear. Extre- there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's much evidence, some of a very interesting kind, that uh, Owen and Glowen have two syllables each in their names. Okay, now again, there's no two dots there, right? So it's not like an absolute law. Like it's not, it's, but but it's really clear. Um, and one of the ways, and w- w- my favorite piece of evidence for this comes from the introduction to uh, John Ratliff's History of the Hobbit, when he is uh, quoting from a speech that Michael Tolkien... Um, Jared Tolkien's son gave in May 1977 at the Tolkien Society's annual dinner. Okay, and uh, and I'll read this bit. Michael recounts. Um, uh, it's, it's a, Michael described the stories that he and his brothers and sister had written in imitation of the Hobbit. So the Tolkien children had written like spoof Hobbit esque stories. Okay. Um, uh, at this point in their childhood, when their dad had obviously been telling been been telling them the Hobbit as he was writing it, Michael recounts that these stories were populated by characters like Philpot Buggins, Olam the giant Olam the giant frog, blokes Smellers, and the dwarves. And listen to the dwarves the 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 fake dwarves names uh, in their stories: Rory, Bory, Gory, Biffer, Trasher, Gasher, Beater, Bomber. Lammer, Throwin, he was the chief dwarf. Now, Throwin, mind, is spelled T-H-R-O-W hyphen I-N. Like, th- like actually, throw like, in. throw in. Uh, and young, blow in and go in. Again, hyphenated. B-L-O-W hyphen I-N and G-O hyphen I-N. Um, so the very fact that the Tolkien children were making joke dwarf names called Throwin, Blowin, and Glowin Right. Is, in my mind, definitive proof that Tolkien pronounced if if he had, if those dwarves in Tolkien's own pronunciation had been Oin and Gloin, which is the diphthong right. version of Oi, uh, 
Right. Um, they would never have made that joke, right? So the fact that they were joking about throw in and blow in shows that that's obviously a two syllable right. name, right? And not a diphthong, but a disyllabic vowel combination. And that is indicated with an acute accent over the O, not right. with an umlaut. So the AI, the question is, is the AI a diphthong or a disyllable vowel combination? If it's a diphthong, it's I. It's dine, thrine, nine, uh, and so on. Uh, if it's a, a, a if it's a disyllable uh, with a long a, it would be thrain, dan. Right. Um, and it seems to me that the evidence here is a little bit ambiguous. If we take Glowen and Owen, for which there's, in my mind, some pretty clear external evidence that that is certainly how those names were supposed to be pronounced, um, and if we take the acute accent there as an, indi- as an indicator that in these dwarf names, mm-hmm. disyllabic vowels are being indicated by the acute accent over the, over the, the initial vowel... Then that would indicate that Dayan and Thrayan would be pronounced that way. Um, we could just say, well, it's like a sustained diphthong, right? So it, it's, it's it's dying, but it's it's sort of made long. Dying. You know, dying. it's possible. It's possible. Um, <laughs> it's possible. But it's definitely not Thane. It's, it's definitely, definitely not Thane. It's definitely not Thrain and Dane. The one right. thing that that when you look at the pronunciation guides carefully, the one thing that is obviously true is that they're pronouncing it wrong in the film, <laughs> this yes, name right. wrong in the film. Right. The only, the only of, of the three options, the only one that is clearly wrong is the one that they use in the film. They're using. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, uh, so um, I, personally, because of the model of Owen and Glowen, of which I am okay. quite solidly convinced. That's why I generally true choose to say Dayan and Thrayan, um, okay. because that seems to me, me most turn. consistent. I'm changing now. I'm but, over. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I am open to the idea that it is a diphthong. It just, given the and and in the original Hobbit, in the original Hobbit, you didn't use accents at all. Um, right. over, the, over the names. That was a later thing which seemed to be when he was being more consistent with the pronunciation after, I mean, after having written Appendix E. Um, so <laughs> uh, so that's why I was referring people to the genealogical tree in The Return of the King rather than back to The Hobbit, because those accents don't appear in The Hobbit at all. Now with Erebor, it is more air, like air. A-I-R. A-I-R, yes. Air, yes. Because that would be that would be, that would be the long... Um, Right. The, the long e there, yeah. Um, so it's definitely not ear, because the e sound is associated with i, not with e. Right. Um, right. And it uh, and it wouldn't be er erabor. Um, <laughs> that's just strange. Um, so yeah, yeah, it would be erabor, uh, as I understand it. Um, and um, uh, and Jackson yeah. and company just haven't had very good linguistic coaching. Well, certainly uh, inconsistent coaching uh, as far as uh, as far as this is concerned. Um, I find that kind of odd, actually, because there's so many really good Tolkien linguists around and have been for well, a while. Well, yeah, I mean, I, and I know that you know, 
David Salo's choices about Elvish have been controversial among many right. scholars, um, yeah. but it's not like he's a slouch. Um, yeah. Uh, right. But anyway. Oh, and by the way, Roach gets yeah. the two dots. Oh, he does. Okay. He does. So the, so the A over the A in Roach has the two dots. Yes. Yes. The, the, so that means it is definitively Roach two syllables. Thing. I did want to correct one thing. Aowen, Aomir, they don't have umlauts. Aowen, Aomir, Theoden, they only have the acute accent. The acute accent, right, right. But again, see there, it's clearly, uh, yeah. But it's clearly, well, it's a separate, makes it a separate syllable, right? A-O, so Aowen, But see, that's going to be, that's the same vowel as in Beorn and Beowulf, which, so so again, it's... You'd think the E in Beorn would have a... But it doesn't. Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's, and again, you know, in my, in my mind, this is, this is something that, you know, in, in... Um, in sort of recent, when I last uh, taught Anglo-Saxon, was when I, I sort of, you know, in you know reviewing stuff myself, was I kind of came across the 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 EO thing and was sort of realizing, gosh, I've been thinking about that wrong all you know because I'd been I'd been I'd like forgotten that that was a diphthong and was like had just been pronouncing that disyllabically essentially as if Beowulf does have three syllables which it shouldn't right, um, right. so I agree like Eowyn is really a two syllable name it's, you know, she does not have a three syllable name Aemir is not a three syllable name so it's not it's not like so Aorendi right okay Eowyn but see the Eowyn. the the, the, but, the but so, so the O kind of gets elided a little bit. Into exactly. The e. But you yeah. see, that's exactly why the AI thing is to me ambivalent at the end. Right. Because here, in one case, in the case of Glowin, I'm taking the accent over the O to be tantamount to an indication that it's disyllabic. Right. Right. Whereas in a case like Aemir, I'm not it's, really taking yeah, that as a, right. as a, that, it, that that as not taking that as an indication that it's a true disyllabic right, um, right. vowel combination. Um, the emphasis is on the e. the The e is clearly long because it has the accent, mm-hmm. and I pronounce it. You know, when I say Aemir, it kind of sounds like a three syllable word. But then again, when I say Beowulf, it kind of sounds like a three syllable word too. <laughs> um, I and you know, so I I, I feel like that's just sort of. So you know, my own sloppiness, the fact that I, I still feel like in my own ear, I don't really get the EO diphthong in the way that, like, it's like I get ow and I, I mean, those to me just make well, more sense. Well, and you know, thinking of it philologically, too, I mean, that, and having to, by the way, anybody that's interested in this stuff, get the course pack for the philology course, the introduction to philology course that was done a couple of semesters. Yeah, Shippies really class, good. yeah. Um, but this is the kind, and I could see Tolkien doing this and making some of this ambiguous because of the fact that it's that kind of stuff that makes for dialects right. and makes for changes in the language. And he built in changes to. I mean, he it was a, this course in philology made me appreciate Tolkien all the more and the way he designed his languages. I mean, he built in the fact that they're going to change over time. I mean, it's just a genius. Right. So I mean, I could totally see him almost doing that on purpose, keeping some of it ambiguous because of that's how dialects form and language changes over time yeah 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 so so you know again you can you can you can approach the the dwarfs names as if like the accent over the a just makes it like a amir and 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 uh and aowen you know that it's still a diphthong essentially um but with a long you know so it's it's you know dying and thrying 
Or you could uh, approach the accent to say, no, it's like Glowin and Owen, so it's Dayan and Thrayan. Um, um, none, unfortunately, in that list of dwarves that uh, Michael Tolkien mentioned, um, I would have loved for there to have been a dwarf named Stayin, for instance, <laughs> or something like that. Then we'd know. Then we'd know for sure. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but there isn't so. Uh, um, but nor is now there the opposite either. That's true. So it's open. You know, I have the distinction. Yeah, there, of, there isn't a dwarf named like Brine or something like that. Right, you know? that's true. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Thing. Um, I have the distinction of having just completely mispronounced just English. Um, you know how when you're reading, especially as a young person, when I, I didn't know what the word was, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean. God forbid I should go to a dictionary and discover how to pronounce it. I, for years, for years and years and years and years and years, said Ringrath. Ringrath, yeah. And it, yeah, and it wasn't until actually the first, one of the first digests for Riddles of the Dark, one of the listeners called me on it, and I'm like, oh, you're absolutely right. I am totally wrong. It's, you know, but that's just from old habit of way long time ago, mispronouncing it and not saying Ringrath. Yeah. So I've changed. I've tried to make sure my <laughs> mouth is retrained. Yeah. No, it's interesting. There are a lot of there are a lot of words like that. You know, I mean, there'll still yeah. be there'll. St- I mean, I probably have this conversation. Like my wife and I probably get into this conversation, like once every few months, where some word will come up in conversation between us that one of the two of us has like never actually said aloud, but has seen. You know, we've we've been reading right. it for all you know for many many years, but we've never actually heard it in conversation or actually said it. Um, so. Uh, so, you know, we'll have sort of a debate, like, is that really how you pronounce that word? You know, <laughs> uh, and uh, um, that's come up for me more most often since I've been actually, you know, working in Mythgard. <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah. because, you know, in no other place else in life do all of those really odd words that I've been reading and only reading. <laughs> right, right. Now I need to actually say them and I don't know how to say them. <laughs> yes, yes. Talking, talking about Tolkien and Tolkien's language a lot will uh, will help you to uh, expand your uh, your spoken vocabulary. Well, gosh, if it was Laura, now we'd have the bubble sound. You know, the the, the popping bubbles. Right, exactly. Saying, she okay, would be she would be ushering us gently along. Yes, but yes, we, we should end. Yes. So that was a, that was a long discussion, I know. But I, I I wanted to you know we've touched on it before, but I don't yeah. think I ever really did justice to what I think is a genuine ambiguity there, and I think that the reasons that people because I really think there is no obvious clear absolute right or wrong answer on that. Okay, no, no, no. There's a wrong answer. But there's no no very obvious right answer. Ain right is answer. clearly the yeah. wrong answer. Um, right. But, uh, but I think but that... But if you, you say an or ein, you're, you could... An or I, I think, I think either are defensible. Um, by the way, I yeah. would just throw in to add one le- last final layer of confusion. Um, some <laughs> arguments have been made that since the dwarves' names were modeled um, on Old Norse anyway, right. you know, because they're drawn from the Edda, um... Uh, that you should pronounce it like you pronounce Old Norse, which I don't. I, I don't speak Old Norse, so I, I'm not. Sh- I, I, I'm not. Uh, my, but I understand that it's neither one of those pronunciation in Old Norse. Oh, so it would be something more like, uh, more like on or or own or something. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, oh. I, I'm not quite sure. So Don 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 or something. <laughs> I I don't know. We, um, we need. Where is Brent Johnson? Where's Brent? Him? I know we, we need we need Brent's uh, Brent's help on that one. But basically, I don't th- I don't believe that. Um, uh, and I, I, it might sound strange to be like, oh no, I, I think that pronouncing it like as the authentic original language of those names is is supposed to be pronounced is clearly inaccurate. I mean, that seems like a like a kind of um, 
a strange position for me to take. Yeah. But, but I do, I, I I mean, basically the way that those, um, the way that those have been transmitted through, you know, through, through English in the Hobbit and the way in which he makes no distinction. I would think if Tolkien had in mind, uh, you know, an, a, an old Norse pronunciation, which was different from the way his, he describes the diphthongs, mm-hmm. you know, in every other case, and different from any other normal, you know, English he pronunciation. Been, he, would have it. he would have mentioned it. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I can't yeah. imagine that he really meant them to be pronounced yeah, that way. I think way, you're right. So. He would have done a he would have done a whole separate treatise on the dwarfs' names and right. pronunciations right. and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, um, uh, that's. I mean, again, he he <laughs> works it into the he works it into the story, right? That uh, you know that the people from that region. Where you know from from the the greater Erebor region, you know from you know Rovanian and stuff, um, you know have they, they have they have all these Gothic, uh, um, these 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 Gothic names and everything. So they're they're all clearly, um, you know, and, and these like Norse and Gothic names and stuff. No, uh, says maybe he wanted to, but just didn't get to it. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Another unfinished Completely work. Believable. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, or we'll find actually, you know, unearthed in his papers someday the various sketch of this section of the pronunciation. Right. That, you know, will, will be started. You know, actually, <laughs> yeah, you know, knowing what I could imagine is like, uh, you know, a later thing written by Tolkien where he was like. You know, back in Appendix E, you know, when I when I when I had to rush that sucker through, and they were so persnickety about what I should, you know, they were, you know, pushing me to compress those anyway. So I just threw in the towel and said, "Forget it, let's do it all the same." <laughs> but I regret that now. Now I want to go back and make a more purist Old Norse pronunciation. Like I, I, you know, here's this like extensive like discussion that I wanted to do about the idiosyncrasies of the pronunciations. I, I could, I, you know, nothing would surprise me less than to see something like that happened but really? um, yeah, yeah yeah well gosh you know I'm, I'm even tempted to sort of cut this uh, language section out and make it sort of like a, se- a separate little downloadable thing you know it's almost kind of like you know take this with you actually you yeah listen, yeah you know because that's actually a good uh, idea um, yeah. maybe we could just have a, a, a separate little uh, a yeah, separate little bit a little I bonus bit on pronunciation. You know, the end of the, if I, yeah, the bonus bit. I mean, yeah, we won't not, have your great screen off before yeah, I get to it. But. Yeah, rather than have it buried in the back yeah. half of the second hour yeah, of, uh, of this episode. Yeah, exactly. Here it is. Thanks for listening, and Godspeed. <laughs>